and welcome to Women Developing Brilliance. I'm your host, Casey Rossi. It's my great pleasure to present interesting stories of creative women sharing their message and lighting up the world with their presence and offerings. Get ready to be inspired. You can learn more about creating a business that you love by visiting kcrossi.com. Enjoy! My guest today is Sheila Tillich, owner of Sheila B. Holistic Healing, who is a holistic energy healer, master teacher trainer, metaphysical minister, and licensed heart math coach and mentor. She helps wise women see the bigger picture of their lives. She empowers them to use their life obstacles and transform them into something that provides freedom, wisdom, and courage. We talk about fear in this episode and really getting to the root of what's holding us back. She gives us some very practical tips on how to drop in, get embodied, and turn within for answers. I hope that you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. Take care. Sheila, I am so excited to connect with you um, for a lot of reasons, but we've been in each other's path for a while and probably more so than even this lifetime. And I'm excited to dive in to some energy conversations with you and some super consciousness conversations with you. So thank you so much for being here. Oh, Casey, thank you so much. I am so excited to be here. Thank you. Uh, I'm glad. So tell us a little bit about your journey. Like, and I know that you've been on the planet for a couple of decades here, right? So there's Ah. a lot to talk about, but I would love it if you could just give us a little taste of your origin. And I know that you're a believer of the treasures in our traumas. And I would love it if you could just share a little bit about your background that brought you to where you are now, which is healing and affecting so many wonderful women in the world. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Casey. Yes, my journey has been quite a long journey, but it's been a very short journey too, as far as this lifetime. But it is part of my purpose. And what has happened is I have been able to go inside myself and actually heal from a lot of life issues and actual things that were holding me back from living in my magnificence. So it's been a very um, beautiful spiritual journey. And this is what I do. I help others with a spiritual journey. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. So what's been something that you can think of in your past that you extracted a specific learning lesson that it's like, yep, this is part of my mission or this is part of my core value today? Oh, yeah. It was about learning about why I do the things that I do and how it was stopping me, you know, the obstacles in my life and the challenges. And then to, to move on, how to find avenues of healing more of a holistic way and actually move it on my life so I can have a very beautiful life, more joyful and heart centered in my, in my own core of who I am. It's been, it's about my challenges, all my challenges that I've had and my obstacles and actually working through them, finding out who I am and why I do the things that I do. Yeah. And I, one of the things I picked up on is not staying stuck in that valley, but literally just extracting the learning and saying, okay, how do I move forward and continue to progress and grow, which is so valuable. And I I would love your opinion because 2020 has been a challenging year to say the least. Um, I don't think 
any of us have been unaffected in some way, shape, or form, just starting with the global pandemic. And then that went into Black Lives Matter and some pretty volatile political things. And I really see a lot of people spinning out. And I'm wondering from your perspective, if someone's listening to this right now and they're just like, yes, hand raised, I'm spinning out, I can't quite get to my center, what advice or tips do you have for them? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. This is this is a transformational time during the pandemic, you know, and all of us. And many people are looking for outside sources to help them, you know, get unstuck and also deal with what's happening with humanity. And really, it's about keeping it very simple and going with inside. And and with my actual uh, business, I help people on all those different areas, especially with this actual pandemic that's happening. You know, and it's and it's um people are seeing and they're feeling things that are totally different, you know, and they're mourning, you know, we're going through a grieving process here of life that no longer is. And then also wondering how are we gonna move forward? And then all the negativity and all the fear factor that's out there really brings up a lot of issues in your tissues, a lot of obstacles and challenges. But it's also it's a wonderful time to move forward in your life, to take a look at things that no longer serve you, meaning things that mm, I'm not comfortable with this, or I'm not really happy with my life. In other words, being stuck and not even knowing I'm stuck. So yeah. this time is really about us learning about ourselves and then actually taking responsibility for it and doing something different, you know. Um, it not- can be an exciting time too. I mean, it, as oh, much it, as it's like, oh, I really like that you're framing it in a way that it, it's it's a time to tap into your possibilities and potential and let go of all the dead wood, all the stuff mm-hmm. that you already knew inside wasn't serving you. You didn't enjoy it. It's like, oh, wait, I have permission now to weed the garden, right? I have a question for you though, because exactly. I think a lot of our listeners have been involved in positive psychology and self-help and personal development, as well as myself. I love it. I love all of those topics. And what I see and what I've experienced myself is that when something quote unquote negative comes along or we're in the messy middle, that it's very, very easy to try to gloss it over, to turn it around, to turn, you know, to make it a positive, to look for the silver lining And to your point of being in a grieving process, I think we don't allow ourselves enough time and space to grieve. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, many of us think of grieving as, you know, having a, you know, death or, you know, something really physically that's happened to our body. And really, that's what's really happened here. And the, the grieving process is it takes time, but also it is a very, um, new life form, you know, it's a new way of living. So if you look at the whole pandemic, the whole fear factor and everything that's happening with our lives, this is how we can look at it is that it's a new life, a new beginning, you know, and look at the positive from it. And that's what many people are not looking at the positive and they're staying in the grief process. They're not moving on, you know, they're still staying stuck and they're still in the pain, you know. So this is a time that we can really go inside and say, you know, look at the pain that you really have inside that you've been ignoring for a long time and not even knowing it, you know? So when we think of the positivity and the negativity, you know, 
Um, people say, well, what does that mean? Well, you know, what's going on with your life? How, how are you, how are you living? Are, are you feeling fulfilled? You know, are you wondering why you're here? And, and then also take responsibility as far as things that are negative in your life. In other words, things that no longer serve you do different, you know, turn off the TV, you know, um, pick up a new hobby, do things that you haven't done in a long time, go outside and feel mother earth. Go outside and do cartwheel if you still can. <laughs> I, <wish> I, <laughs> I love I it. I could. No. Yeah. I mean, be innocent like a child, right? Like invoke that curiosity and that playfulness. I have a question though, because, and I know that everyone's different, but how can we determine when the grieving period is long enough or it is encroaching on wallowing? Well, it's, it's, it's an inside job. You know, it's like, it's, it's still taking responsibility. You know, if you keep doing what you always did, you're going to get what you always got. So you need to take action. You know, you need to move forward. And a lot of us are on this self-help journey, okay, mm-hmm. which is true. But what is that? What is that really? You know, what I like about what I do is about going within, finding the answers within, because it is within. It is within. And then when you think about everything that's happening now, it's about the consciousness field. And what does that mean? It means about the way you think. And so if you're thinking, stinking thinking, or if you're thinking the same way, you're going to get the same results. So it's about the consciousness field and about realizing that there's a, a, a new way of looking at life. And this pandemic has made us take a look at that, you know, in many, many ways. Absolutely. So for somebody, when they hear the phrase, look within, and they're like, I don't know what that means. Could you just provide a simple practical tip so they could literally do that right now with us together? Oh, absolutely. Well, it's it's more like what I specialize too is, is heart math and heart math techniques about going within is that breathe in love. In other words, things that you appreciate, things that you bring you joy. And most people, you know, a lot of people, they're really, really depressed or really down that, that hole, have a hard time about thinking of what brings them joy, right? So coming and going within is about you inside, making it very, very personal. And by breathing in things that bring you joy or appreciation, just have an appreciation for, first of all, you have two eyes to see. You have two legs to walk. But joy is going within, remembering memories, you know, bring a memory up to your thought process, all right? And as you breathe in, think of that memory. Think of something that gives you appreciation and joy. And this is what heart math is. It's actually a technique, not so much a meditation. When we get into meditation, a lot of people say, well, I can't meditate and all these reasons. It's not about meditation. It's about doing something to change or feel that love inside. And as you start to feel the love inside of things that you really love, all right, that brings you joy, then you start to feel better about yourself and understand, hey, wait a minute, this is, this is good. I can do this. You know, I love that. I, I love it for so many reasons. The empowerment piece where you don't have to run to the mountains. You don't need a guru. You don't like, not that there's anything wrong with those. Right. But the fact that there's this empowerment piece of, I have everything within me 
to change, transform, examine, and heal is so beautiful. And we all have good memories. Even if we're in kind of the, the, the trenches right now, it's temporary and you do have the power to cultivate a memory. I love that you simplify it. Like just cultivate a happy memory. Like no matter if it was 20 years ago, you know, and you were X age enjoying the, the, the fields and watching a little bunny rabbit hop along, like whatever, however simple it is, you can actually re-engage that energy field of happiness and joy. And I do feel that like, like begets like. And so the more you're tapped into that energy of happiness, the more you're going to have that lift and, and release those serotonin chemicals and those happy chemicals in our brain. I think that that's amazing. Um, what's a, what's, how can someone remember that? Because even though they're like, wait, that is easy and I can do that. We forget. And we get caught up in our to-do list and we get caught up in some of the gray or some of the doldrum. How can we remember that everything we need is within us? Just breathing, just breathing. Just, you know, we, we go along life and we breathe and we have to do this and we have the to-do list and just sit there and breathe, but breathe more deeply. All right. Breathe more deeply, meaning breathe in, make a longer of the stance of breathing in and breathing out. What I like to actually incorporate in my life, and I tell people a lot, to do the actual uh, block, the block meditation or the block breathing, and I call it block coherence. And what that means is that I actually a block. You think of a block having four squares, okay? So I actually breathe in for four seconds, and I hold it for four seconds, and I breathe out for four seconds, and I bring breathe in for four seconds again. And I do that for a repetition of four, right? And at the same time, it gives you a chance to start thinking, whoa, this feels so good. And then you say, oh, what else feels good? Oh, it feels good having up shoes on my feet. Oh, it feels good about thinking about the things that you like to do, right? Thinking of ahead. And so it just gives you the time to go back to be centered. And when you do the block breathing, what happens is it actually changes the neurotransmitters in your brain, the synapses, all right, actually the frequency of your body. And that's when you get more into the energy field and start to feel a difference. Because when you give your body the oxygen it needs, it, so many chemical things happen, but physical things happen, all right? Yes. And it's very easy. So I, I talk about the, the black coherence, all right, breathing, all right? It's so easy to do. And a lot of people, it is. you know, it, it really is. It really is. And there's, when you talk about coherence, what does that mean by coherence? It's mean, meaning the flow in your body, the love that you feel, all right, into your thoughts, and then it's into your actual um, uh, system of your body going up and down your spine. So it kind of slows you down to really understand what breathing is all about and how important it is and how simple it is to do. I think that's so helpful, especially because um, being a solopreneur, we stay in our head a lot of the time, a lot of the day. We stay behind the box and in our heads. And breathing is an opportunity to allow us to drop in and actually become embodied. Check out what's happening in our physical realm and and what's going on. Like, are our shoulders tight? Uh, have we been shallow breathing all day? I le- think it's interesting that you talked about the four, four, four sequence, it's no coincidence that that's really the sign of the angels. And I'm, I'm, um, I'm sure that that is not by hap- happenstance. And you know, I'm the angel lady. 
<laughs> I know you are. That's why I say I know you are. I, I know, know you are, which is beautiful. You know, it's about the help that we have out there. You know, we think we're alone and we don't, you know, as soul sisters and entrepreneurs and stuff like that, you know, we have our business people that we relate to, but really we're not alone, you know, and that's what I mean when going inside and finding that wisdom inside, you know, yes. and many of us, you know, have no religious background. You don't have to, it's not about religion. It's about your core spiritual truth of who you are, you know, your soul. And Absolutely. And Sheila, when did you feel like you had permission to be all of you? About 36 years ago. Nice. <laughs> when, nice. When, when basically it's like, all right, I'm, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, or I knew I needed to put that oxygen take oxygen mask on myself and do different. In other words, I had to change uh, because I looked at my life before and I wasn't happy and I knew that I had to do something different. And with that, it was more of a spiritual knowing. And as I said, I've always had a, I, I'm the angel lady. And the reason why I'm an angel lady is I've always had a connection with the spiritual realm. All right. I've always felt like I've never been alone. And, and of course, during my upbringing, you know, religion and all this other stuff, but it wasn't about religion. It was about feeling the power inside that I had, I had help, you know, and that I wasn't alone. And so my spiritual journey has been ongoing, but about 36 years ago is when I said no more. And then I started um, actually calling upon those angels that I felt and knew since I was a child and saying, I need help. I need help. And so that's when the spiritual part started kicking in, you know, and I was able to go inside and start changing so many different areas of my life. That's incredible that you had that personal pivot. And do you have like a marker on your path where that turned into the spiritual opportunity to be that way in your business? Because I know a lot of the times people live differently. It's not integrated. It's like, I'm safe to show up here in my personal life, but in my business life, I need to be buttoned up. I have to have a certain persona. I know a lot of women can relate to this. I can relate to this. For years, I lived a very black and white life during my nine to five, and then I could live in color and bring in my spirituality and bring in who I really was. And it took a while and it took a lot of self-work to be like, wait, it's safe to integrate these two. And I think that people are even more thirsty right now to integrate the two. So two-part question for you. When was it safe for you to bring that about in your business world? And if someone is at the fork in the road right now, what words of wisdom can you share with them to let them know that it's safe? And if they need permission, to, to let them know, girl, you've got it. Shine brightly. Be all that you are. Be magnificent now. Face your fears. Face your fears. Don't be afraid of them anymore. And once I decided that what I was doing in, in my career before, my professional life, was more in mainstream healthcare. But I was so centered on the holistic approach and doing that on the side. And I was afraid to come out of the closet to be who I really was. And then when I finally faced my fears and said, I have to go forward because I trusted, all right, I trusted that spiritual side of myself and I knew that they were there. And I looked back at all the things that I'd been through and the gratefulness and appreciation for it. So as I started stepping forward and facing my fears, it all manifested. And a lot of people, when they say manifest, what are you talking about? 
And for me, it's all about my spiritual involvement, meaning who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? And it was right in front of running me all the time. And, you know, as I've always shared about, you know, the Wizard of Oz story about dwarfing, about clicking your heels, that it was already there. It was right there. The thing is, is that you have to take action. You have to face your fears. And that's exactly what happened to me. You know, I started uh, getting involved in the energy work and then started changing my own life and then realizing that this is what I'm here to do. This is what my purpose is. Right. And then serendipity. And I do talk about serendipity a lot is that things started lining up and then uh, synchronicity. Then, then people came into my life to help me do this, you know? So that's when I really knew that I wasn't alone and that there was more to the story than just me. There's more and the more to- you look, the more you're going to see, the more you open up, the more that you um, have an appreciation for serendipity and the synchronicity of everything. All of a sudden it's like, ooh, there it is again. And there it is again. And the universe really does have my back. That's not just like a catchphrase. You, you can really see it more and more and more. I think that those three questions that you asked yourself are fabulous for people that if they want to take some alone time and learn how to tap within, journaling is a great opportunity to do that. Who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? And I think that alone has an opportunity to crack a little opening for people to experience themselves in a way that you are more than your body. You are more than a business owner. What, What comes up for you? And I think that we're so entwined many times with our identity of the doer. And I think that those three questions help us tap into the the beer, just being, just your existence and showing up is enough. Talk to me a little bit about your thoughts when you when you think about that. Well, I think it's it's very important, and you know, many of us uh, are thinking that inside, but we dare dare don't say it on the outside is because society how it looks on us, you know, and society has been you know in its own little box, you know, and just like how it was before COVID. You know, this is the way it is, and this is what's going to happen. And we've had, we have to stop and change. And life isn't like that anymore, you know. And so now it's, it's really about self-reliance, about going inside and then moving forward. So a lot of people, they, they want, they ask those questions inside, but they're afraid to actually verbalize it on the outside because of their fear. I really believe fear will stop you with everything. So as you go into the fear and realize that there's really nothing to be afraid of, matter of fact, it is your destiny. By looking at your fear is how you move on. And then that's when all the beautiful gifts and appreciation comes in and the joy of living that heart-centered life. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, what I do is gives me so much joy. And here it was right before me the whole time, whole time. But it wasn't until you're ready to take a look at it. Did you ever just wish there was a group of high-vibe women entrepreneurs that you could hang out with? A place where you could share your wins, get a biz question asked, and be around people that just get you. Well, there is, my friend. It's my Women Developing Brilliance Facebook group. I created a place on the web where like minds and open hearts could continue the conversations that we start here on the podcast. Fulfill your desire to develop friendships with women from around the globe. Women who are on the solopreneur journey, just like you. Now more than ever, we are craving authentic connections. 
Believe me, your voice matters, your work matters, and having the support of a close-knit community can make all the difference in the world. So head over to Facebook and go to facebook.com slash groups slash Women Developing Brilliance and request to join my private Women Developing Brilliance Facebook group, the gathering place for heart-centered female entrepreneurs looking to create an impact, increase their income, and connect deeply with themselves and others in the process. I can't wait to welcome you in my Women Developing Brilliance Facebook group, where you'll be encouraged to introduce yourself, ask a question, and meet other ambitious lightworkers just like you. Again, it's facebook.com slash groups slash women developing brilliance. I'll catch you there. What's one thing someone can do to face their fears? Go inside, do the breathing technique, ask themselves questions, and they, and they can absolutely do the journaling. You know, journaling is wonderful. I started that 36, 7, about 40 years ago, I started that. And it's like, yeah. because what you do is you're tapping into your subconscious, you know, and the subconscious is, is, is really important to understand that you need to bring the subconscious into the consciousness field, meaning, okay, I'm thinking about these things, but I don't want to face it. How can I really face it? Bring it, bring it really out. You know, start making a plan for yourself and looking at the things that you need to do. And sometimes yeah. if you write a list, say, I'm not really happy with this. I'm not happy with that. You know, um, uh, people don't even know where to start. You know, start with the breathing. Start with journaling. Journaling how you feel every day. You know, that was a big clue for me is because I was so living in, in um, a world where everybody told me what to do and how to do it. And then I, started, I had to go inside and say, what does Sheila want? What's important to Sheila, you know, so just picking up those little tiny tools, you know, and I had help along the way, um, you know, and those are all sure. spiritual helpers that came. And that's where I talk about serendipity and synchronicity is that I knew that I wasn't alone, of course, because of the angels, but I'm talking about earth people, you know, and that, that they really were here to help me and that I had to take the responsibility. So I had to, you know, take the time to breathe. I had to walk yes. away from the children or whatever situation, you know, take a breath and then say, okay, this isn't working. I had to do action. Absolutely. And I think that there is a definite balance between self-reliance and feeling like no one's going to have your answer, but you have the answer within and you can tap within. And if you are really feeling down to reach out for help and know that you're not alone. There are other people. And sometimes just having one compassionate listener, right, can make all the difference in the world to be that self-reflection, to be your mirror for you. So I think it's a good idea to have both of that in mind because as type A personalities that are the goer, the doer, the higher achiever, we oftentimes don't ask for help. And I think in times of need, it's okay to let your guard down, take off the mask, reach out to a friend or a trusted mentor. Absolutely. When you, when you say take off the mask, you know, I am, I'm chuckling is because that is one of the biggest things, an aha moment, all right, back 36 years ago, is that I was playing a role for somebody else. I was living behind that mask. And what did that mean? It's like I was trying to please everybody else instead of being real and authentic take off that mask and be who you really are. And that's why when I talk about the spiritual part about it, 
the serendipity is that I was part of my church and part of a, a facilitator for the women's group. And that was the actual retreat that I had was take the mask off and be all that God wanted you to be. Little yeah, did I know how instrumental that was for my own uncovering of who I really was. And then that's when other people, I started talking with other people, got some feedback, you know, and um, absolutely, Casey, taking off the mask is, is the fear. I got the chills. I literally have the chills. You know, a couple things are coming up for me. One, we teach what we most need to learn. It, it is, there is healing in our service. We're getting healed right back like a boomerang. And I love that you opened the space up for women because I think when we see that we're not alone and it is okay and it's safe and more than safe, it's sacred for us to peel off the layers and to just be there, just be there. And I, I think a lot of people are going to relate to this. And I think they're ready, but they still need the support to know that they won't be alone. Like there is this movement of, you know, the female rising and, and the excitement of like looking, right? Looking at other people who inspire us and thinking, if she can do it, I can do it too. And like you said, there's still a little fearly or like, well, it's okay for them, but then there's the reasons why that you can't, right? So it's like, how do we dissolve those inner voices telling us it's not okay for you to be all that you have inside of you or for you to shine bright? So for those listening that are still dimming their light for a variety of reasons, doesn't matter what they are, what words of wisdom can you share with them to let go of that story and just dissolve those fears of not shining brightly. Think of yourself as a rose. And like a lot of people, when we talk about the layers of the onion, you know, take it, peeling those off. People don't realize that they, they are, they're not stinky. You know, I talk about the layers of the onion, but go within, you know, and, and visualize, you know, that you're here for a reason. Go within and find the answers because they are there. And many of us live in the fear. And if you stay in the fear, nothing's going to change. So they need to really look ahead and say, you know, really, what, why am I here? What's my purpose? Really go with inside. And, and as you do that, so many doors will open up. So many doors. And especially as us being solopreneurs, you know, we keep, we, you know, we're, we're, we're all together for a reason. And the empowerment that we have, the mentoring that we have is so powerful. And when we talk about the women's movement today, you know, women are rising up and whatever. It is. It's Hear Me Roar. You know, the Helen Reddy story, you know. Yes. Woman, hear me roar. And that's exactly what it's all about. But we don't have to do it alone. And most of us feel like we have to do it alone. We have to put this whole thing on our shoulders and we don't, you know, but we have to be willing and we have to be wanting to move forward. We need, need to take action. Yes. So, it's not yeah. enough to watch on the sidelines anymore and get inspired by watching other people live their life loudly, boldly, on purpose and alignment. We have to join it. We have to join it. We have to come from the sidelines and be mainstream and just be grounded and centered. I love that you help people really embrace their full magnificence. And I'm curious because you do spend so much time making sure that other people are filled up, that are healed, that are listened to. What do you do for yourself? (laughs) 
well, I take better care of myself now, you know, matter of fact, today I had a choice of either going out for a walk or doing my super band video that I have, you know, taking the time to take care of my own needs first, because it makes so much difference. It really does. Yeah. And, and we are, we are, you know, our roles as women, there's so many of them, but most of it is that we don't think of ourselves first. We think of everybody else first and really it's about putting that oxygen mask on first. You know, you have to take care of yourself because you're worth it. There we go again with the old cliches. I'm worth it. L'Oreal. Yeah. <laughs> it is, but it's true. And think, yeah. about it. think about all the women that came before us, you know, the Gloria Simon and everything and, and everything that, but in the women's right movement, you know, and how far we are. And then a lot of people say, yeah, well, that's not really for me. I'm not a, you know, feminine person, but really it's not about that. It's about, you know, building upon what you already have, feeling the strength that you have inside and that, that the empowerment that you have for yourself, first of all, it starts with yourself as far as, you know, as I said about exercise and take care of myself, put this oxygen tank on, put the oxygen mask on first. It's very important, you know? And then as you do that, you start to see things change. And also you start to see helping other women as we go along this path. And, and you, you said something, Casey, about, you know, mainstream, you know, mainstream, we are so stuck and uh, in things of old behaviors or habits. Okay. Yes. So when we think about habits, we think of, oh, no, I can't do that or whatever. Those are things that you can change. And a lot of people think, well, I can't change that. So that's what I do. I help people go back in and find out what those issues are and the tissues are. Why don't you want to change? You know, most of it is the fear, right? Totally. Exactly. So once you take a look at the fear, what's really stopping you from standing in your magnificence? You know, and many of us will want to stand behind the excuse. And it's like, no, you know, we don't have to do that anymore. You know, we're women. Hear us roar. You know, and, so. and start, start where you are, no matter, you know, if this is like new to you, you know, it's, it's okay. Like start exactly where you are. And I always say little by little day by day. And that's the thing is just the consistent actions, even if they're micro actions, they will bring momentum and they will make a difference when they layer and they add up. Um, absolutely. On a practical note, because I know that pre COVID, a lot of your work was in person, showing up and doing workshops and events and seminars. When we talk about resiliency and how we're pivoting, how have you pivoted? How are you still having an abundant and flowing business amongst some of these lockdown and other kind of requirements? Oh my gosh. Since COVID, I mean, it really has opened up a lot of avenues for many of us you know, taking, you know, uh, the lemons and make lemonade. And for me, because of the COVID, I've done more distant healing, but also distant counseling in my actual business. But it has opened up the avenue for me to get out of my own fears, to get out of my own fears as far as getting in front of a camera, you know, and, and talking, you know, and letting other people in. And it has been phenomenal because now I can connect with people all over the globe. And I do. You know, it's awesome. It's a different, it's a different um, uh, arena, but it's still the same. But it's, it, you, you can reach more people this way. And that's where the benefits of COVID, you know, that's yeah. where we need to look at. Okay, it stopped us in our tracks, but where are we going? There's so many more people. It's going to be a lot happier. 
They really are. Once we yeah. get past this, we're, it's gonna. It, there's so many avenues, and because of COVID, because of the technology, you know, the blessings that we have with this technology, that we can reach so many more people and be better. Absolutely, it really it it got us out of our backyards, and I love the fact that you have embraced this global opportunity to have a much more widespread platform and to really even visualize. I think this is so helpful for people that may be stuck or feeling that they have a little trepidation with going online or being visible. It it has opened it up so your message can touch so many more people to have that positive ripple effect, to be a contributor of spreading good vibes. So it's an exciting time. And again, You know, I say to my clients, you don't need to put the pressure on you to be like, I got to show up and do a live one hour masterclass. You can have an impact Mm -hmm. in a 15 second Instagram reel. You can have a message that someone very specific needed to hear at that right time, that divine right moment in a one minute Facebook story. Like, don't make it so huge. You bring it right down to something small and doable. And then you're going to start to see, oh, wow, there's like feedback coming here. This feels good. This is making other people feel good. So how can people learn more about you and your work? Well, first of all, you can go to my website, which is SheilaTillich.com. And that's S-H-E-I-L-A-T-I-L-L-I-C-H.com. I have many things that I do. Um, I am a universal master energy healer. Um, I specialize in energy healing, but I'm also a metaphysical minister. So I deal with metaphysics, meaning the energy around us. Um, I also, uh, I love uh, the different groups that I have to help different people. So would you like me to go and talk about that a little bit? Uh, absolutely. Yes. That would be wonderful. All right. Great. Well, since this COVID, you know, because I, I, besides the energy healing, I'm also a teacher. I'm a master teacher and trainer globally uh, for different modalities. Um, and because of that, this COVID has come about and so many of us that are starting, are on this holistic journey are so caught in fear and the drama and, you know, oh, woe is me and what's going to happen. So in, in March, actual spirit, you know, my, my source and my uh, team that works with me told me to start a group called the Lightworkers Connection. And the light workers connection is for other people that are starting to awaken, that they start, they want to have help. They want to be in the energy of other people, like-minded people. So this is one of the groups that I have that absolutely, absolutely love. Um, That's awesome. It's so well needed, you know, for women to connect in the energy and know that they're not alone. And, you know, this is a very personal uh, group. This is very private, you know, and, um, Many of them, you know, uh, use this as the backbone of their support system, you know, so in their life. So I, I can see happy. that because when you find your people, there is this like sense of relief and also kind of this excitement and empowerment that you're able to connect. I'll make sure to put the link in the show notes for people who are interested in joining that. That is incredible. I love it. Right. So all of my, all of my events that I have, um, are on shilotilic.com slash events. So they can okay. find it there. Um, I have another group, which is um, called the Lemarian Sisterhood, Western New York. And the Lemarian Sisterhood is more of the metaphysical new consciousness energy that we have out there. 
for women that are very spiritual and um, we're going down the path of being Shaw women, which means um, things, how you can live your life in a more holistic way. And when you hear about shamanism or Shaw Shama, all right, um, there's a, so much more to it. But the Lemurian sisterhood is more the energy of where it all started. And so there's many women that want to bond in that energy. So I'm also a global host for that. I'm talking international where we have, I have my groups twice a month. And uh, for the last three months, I have joined up with another uh, international host in Italy. All right. Oh, cool. So we've really been connecting energy around the globe just so that, you know, you're not alone. And then as these groups are, I also have my own group every two weeks um, of women all around the world also. So as you can see, there's there's a lot of advantages to this COVID and this distant and the technology that we have. Shifts are happening. Shifts are absolutely happening. And the more we focus on these positive shifts, on these empowering energies and being able to take an active part in them, the more that we will start to see a change and not just a change that's internal, but a global change. That's what's so very exciting. And we really need to connect with our peeps and really unite and celebrate one another. And really, like I've said before, live community over competition and women supporting women in a way that's so much broader than a hashtag it's something that we can embody and live. So this has been so enjoyable. I knew that it would be, Sheila. Thank you so much for sharing your heart, sharing your wisdom. I will make sure to pop the links to everything that's going on in your world in the show notes so people can learn more about you and connect to you. But um, for now, my friend, namaste. And thank you so, so much for being here. Thank you, dear Casey. Love you. Love you. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode on women developing brilliance. If so, head on over to Apple iTunes and subscribe to this podcast. And I'd be grateful if you could leave a review or rating so more people can benefit from these inspirational stories about the solopreneur journey. Thank you.